1: Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate podcast. We're so lucky that today we have two icons with us, Kelly Schuett and her partner, James Weinskerger. They're partners at Next Step Realty and managing partners of the W. Hope Group in Maryland. Welcome to you both. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's going to be great. Thank you. So generally, what we start with on this podcast is asking you your story. So one at a time, and maybe it's part of the story could be how you became partners. But basically start with when you became interested in real estate, how you got to the point in your careers that you are right now. Um, Kelly, would you like to go first? actually, I think it might work better if James starts. No problem. Jane, yeah. you get to
0: start. Yeah, of course. So um, I've probably been licensed for uh, almost 20 years now. And um, I worked for a big box brokerage uh, for quite some time. And I just, um, I felt that the companies that were larger, at least here in Maryland, were like always willing to hire anyone. There's like no filtering process. And I just had a kind of a problem with that. And so I interviewed at several different spots and I realized I just wanted to kind of create something unique and so that's why I started Next Step Realty, that was probably back in 2012. And so I had a business partner at the time, we granted, I think more for like my independent sales, we weren't growing really in the right direction. Um, Him and I ended up parting ways and then I fortunately met Kelly probably about six years ago Uh, that led to convincing her to leave her full-time, very comfortable salary job to uh, come jump into real estate. So it's been wonderful growth since, and uh, it's been an adventure for sure.
1: Okay, so cool. And Kelly, you must be adventurous too to leave that (laughs) lucrative job to be an entrepreneur and work with James. You could say that. Um,
2: (laughs) I was selling TV advertising. One of the companies I represented for over a decade was HGTV. So I watched way too much TV, way too much HGTV. And I kept telling my husband like, we can be the next Chip and Joanna and we can flip houses and it'll be so fun. And my husband's like, I don't want to work with you. You're crazy. Like, no, that's never happened. (laughs) But you should go get your license. And people at the same time are telling me, Hey, there's this guy, James. He's a lot like you. You're really Ooh. similar minded. He's in real estate. You're in advertising. You guys should meet. So I'm thinking I'll meet this guy. I'll sell him some advertising. If he's that good at real estate, he can buy some TV. And I always think
0: I'm going to meet her <laughs> and I'm going to have her quit her job and come some real estate. So, so. he's
2: ah. a salesperson because I'm here You're selling real estate.
0: <laughs> I quietly sold a lot of real estate, but without any really good branding or marketing, just really kind of by word of mouth. And so we had systems in place, but like nothing what we have today. And so Kelly came in with her marketing expertise and really shifted everything and made us way more on the map a lot faster. So.
2: Yeah, we decided early on that we could really grow really far fast together rather than going our separate ways some days or eventually becoming competitors. Um, So we just decided to partner pretty early on and grew this thing pretty fast.
1: Wow, that's great. So you said you're very compatible You must have your differences though, and that can be very complimentary, Um, better at this or that. So what are your strengths that you bring to the partnership?
0: I'd say mine's probably more in the real estate side of stuff because I've been doing real estate just for 20 years. Yeah, like James
2: James won't say this, but he's arguably the best realtor in Maryland, probably nationwide. He's up there really just contract, knowing how to negotiate it, really helping clients. So his expertise there and what he's able to teach our agents and even what he was able to teach me from a mentorship standpoint on the real estate side of things was huge. And it's one of the reasons why agents still come here today.
1: Wow, that's fabulous. It's so great when partners get along and are so successful.
0: Yeah, it's 90% of the time.
1: Yes, good. Well, that's <laughs> a pretty high percentage. That's good. For sure. So um, I read that you're the number one agency in Baltimore and that you've had a 10 times your growth in, you know, I guess a relatively short period of time. So how did you do that?
0: I think it goes back to like the question that you asked prior, which was like what Kelly's really good at
1: Right.
0: exactly speaks to that, which is like attraction marketing, uh, really marketing as a, as a whole. And so everything that we do is really on brand and it's out there. And so that in itself, like with the sales that I had prior was like a good, really good combination.
2: And like you probably talked to agents nationwide, Baltimore is an interesting market. Um, it's a really like neighborhood driven market and, um, it's, it's a smaller market. You know, We're not DC, we're not Miami, but a lot of the things that we've brought to our agency and to our brokerage are modeled off of some of those bigger cities, like what they're doing in California, what we see people doing in Vancouver. We've taken that branding, we've taken those um, technologies and just the way that they're approaching their client and creating an experience around that, that's really different than what anybody in Maryland had seen before. So Agents were attracted to it because they weren't used to having the type of support and technology to run their businesses, the type of marketing. Um, And then clients are really attracted to it because they see our homes being listed in really creative, beautiful ways that they're just not used to seeing in this market. So I think we were able to create something just a little bit different than what people had seen before.
1: Yeah, so together... Uh, your magic. You probably would have been good separately, but together it just it sounds like it's dynamite. And I can tell just by talking to you, Kelly, how strong your marketing background um, is and how it must play into all of this. So I'm curious, it's a neighborhood driven market. Um, what is the um, average price of a home in your area?
2: So in our area it's between two twenty five two fifty. Our team is about what four, $4. $4.
1: yeah.
2: So we're a little bit higher, but we definitely don't go after Baltimore's luxury market is a really small market. It's a pretty small pool. And there's a couple of agents here locally that do that really, really well. Mm -hmm. We will touch that market, obviously, because that's, you know, we'll go where our referrals and our network takes us but our marketing is more driven to people who are selling their first house. It's probably like, you know, a three hundred dollars to $500,000 townhome or small single family, and they're upgrading to their 800 whatever um, forever home. So it's two transactions. We're really great at navigating that timeline and all of those contingencies. Um, and we're doing two deals for one person. And that's kind of our bread and butter. It's a normal average family that's upgrading or downsizing. And that's kind of what, what we've really hung our hat on in terms of all of our clients.
1: Right. So it must've been difficult in some ways the past month uh, because some of these average people uh, around the country had difficulty um, buying a house because the cash buyers would swoop in and get it. Did you have a lot of that going on there?
0: Yeah, for probably six months, I would say, during last year, maybe towards like March of this year, it was highly competitive. I mean, if you weren't a dollars $200,000 of a list price, uh, waiving everything, right? Waiving inspections, waiving appraisals, uh, offering rent backs for like unlimited timeframes, you almost didn't stand a chance.
1: Yeah, and I've heard from other realtors that some people got buying fatigue. They just were so disappointed because okay. they didn't get several homes that they put offers in on. Are they starting to come back around, do you think? They are, but
0: I think, I mean, I feel if a really good agent helps a buyer, that shouldn't happen where you should continuously lose homes. Um, we found a lot of our clients were ones who had previous realtors beforehand, got really frustrated with the process. And a lot of agents and sellers and buyers don't understand there's so many things that are more important than just the, the sales price. The terms are really, really important. If you can learn how to navigate them really creatively and, and, and also work with like other good agents, Uh, It does make a massive difference, mostly in our marketplace.
2: And because we're the number one team in terms of volume, we control a lot of the inventory here. So we're lucky in that sense. A lot of the stuff that we were doing during that time was off market. So we would match make between our listings and our buyers. We gave all of our buyers first dibs. They got what was called a first look. At any inventory within the within the um, agency, and we were doing you know five six deals like that a month just within our our brokerage. So it helped everybody out, and it was a reason why a lot of buyers started moving over to us because they knew that they would get a first chance at some of these houses that they would otherwise be completely. And these were homes that
0: never made it to Zillow, never made it to these sites. Oh, like right. Access to data mm-hmm. for us is like really important, and so we give our clients if we think more because we have access to so much data.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that speaks to your reputation that people sure. give you those exclusive listings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what is your current volume, and what was it as compared to a few months back?
2: A few months back. So, we're we're not too year over year. We're pretty flat this year, which is interesting because we've grown um, probably. 10 to 15% in terms of agents and volume this year, but our volume overall is pretty flat. We think everybody is down just a little bit. Last year, everybody Mm -hmm. had their best year ever. I mean, if you didn't have the best year ever, you were doing something wrong. So we knew it was going to, you know, readjust a little bit from there. And so with our recruiting and people who have joined us, we're we're flat year over year. I think mostly in Maryland people, they say people are down between 20 and 25%. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
1: Interesting, I love to find out what's going on and get with the pulse of what's going on in America. So that's very, very interesting. So um, you both have goals for the company, you've done so well, what are your upcoming goals?
2: Good question. So I think the thing that's helped us be so successful and grow at the rate we've grown is that we're really strategic in how we grow who we bring on, how we open up offices, how we roll things out. We don't want just this crazy, uncharted, exponential growth. And we were at a point where we were growing so fast that our systems needed to change with that growth. And we spent last year, a lot of last year, tweaking those systems, really laying a good foundation. So now we're repositioned where we really can bring on more agents and teams. It's always our goal to bring on awesome teams in the area because we can help them grow. Our team was the one that experienced that crazy growth and we can show other teams how to do the same thing. A lot of the brokerages in Maryland don't offer that type of model where you can be a team at the brokerage where Mm -hmm. they charge a lot of overhead fees for that. Since we own the brokerage, we can help team leaders really bring their people here and grow really fast. So that's kind of a goal for the next two or three years is to help other team leaders do the same thing we were able
0: to do. And we've been able to see other teams in our companies grow so fast, almost to a fault, where they like lose culture or they like lose systems. They don't have the staff behind it to support agents. And so we just are really intentional about the pace of growth because we don't want to be this big entity that like goes away one day because we grew too fast.
1: Wow, so you're very intentional in this. That Go. sounds a little like a good idea. Um, so, When we speak of locations, I know you're in Maryland, but what area specifically do you cover?
2: So we're all licensed everywhere in Maryland, but we're kind of in the middle of the state. So if you kind of just draw Maryland into thirds, we're right down the middle third. Um, I think most of our agents don't head over to the eastern shore, though they could. We have beaches over there. Most of our agents will refer that out. We also have like a mountain type community it's like a kind of, it's kind of a
0: mountain.
2: So. It's like a big hill. <laughs>
1: big hill. I got it.
2: <laughs> so that area, we're probably going to refer that out. But anything in central Maryland um, is is kind of our bread and butter. Oh, that's Baltimore, cool. Annapolis. You know the middle part right. of it. That really? big
1: hill sounds nice to me. I moved to Florida last year, and it is so flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take a big hill any day. Right. Now I read online that your team in particular offers just a network of professional services that maybe other companies don't Um, like sales and investments, mortgage rates. I'll let you talk about it, but can you talk about some of those extras that you take on?
0: Yeah. So we wanted to go beyond just like helping a real estate agent just sell real estate. Um, We wanted to be there as like a platform to help them invest money or whether that's in, flipping houses, whether that's owning rental properties, whether that's like lending out hard money, um, send up their LLC, the correct way to pay themselves salary. So we look at things a lot differently where we really want to help with their actual wealth and build that together.
2: And then from a client perspective, we know what product is going to sell on the market. We know what buyers are looking at. We know they're also watching way too much HGTV and they want that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Especially during the pandemic. Huh? Yeah. Sure.
2: So that we have a different number of professionals that will help them get everything ready on their home whether it's paint carpet decluttering staging cleaning we'll do all of that on their behalf they don't pay for that until closing so we can put their house which becomes our product on the market make sure it's exactly what a buyer wants to see they sell faster they sell for more money um it's easier for us, it's the sellers are really happy with it. So we'll manage that on their behalf. So it's really stress free for them. And then um, they'll get offers a lot faster. Yeah, yeah,
0: homes that are like always updated or just show Mm -hmm. better, always sell for remarkably more money. So that's kind of our job to make sure that if someone is going to do some work, we advise them what to do, what not to do to maximize our profit.
1: That's a wonderful service because moving can be so overwhelming. And just to have These people in place, these experts that can help you with all these details. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't live in uh, Maryland. I'd sure like to move that way. (laughs) So you mentioned that um, a hindrance of yours, I don't know if that's the right word for it, but one of the challenges was putting a system in place. Do you see any other hindrances to your success? Hmm. Challenges. Let's call them challenges. That's a better word. (laughs) Um,
2: I think one challenge that we see, and we talk about this with other broker owners across America, really, we have a network that we work with in that way. Um, You can do everything for your agents and you can set up these awesome systems and you can have beautiful offices and you can give them all the tools. As soon as they start generating their own success, they forget where that came from. (laughs) And and you know, with agents, like the grass is always greener. So Mm -hmm. Um, creating that like sticky culture where people want to be here and want to stay. We've been really lucky with that. Our agents are awesome. They love this. They are bought in. They're here. But we know that everybody's kind of one bad day away from reconsidering (laughs) where they are. And and we really are mindful of that. And there's also
0: models out there that are 100%. There's models that give you like a ton of cash up front. And that all can be appealing, but we've intentionally built systems to help them grow their business. And so to Kelly's point, uh, the goal is to make sure they, they, understand that while that we offer them and hopefully allow them to stay here for, for a long time.
1: Wow, yeah. I haven't heard anybody else talk about that. Would you call it a loyalty issue or is it just? Um,
2: I don't really think so because no. I, I really don't. I think it's more just at the end of the day, we're all independent contractors. And if sure. you think that you can be an independent contractor, and net more money for yourself and your family, you're gonna explore that.
0: And it's part of our absolutely. job I think, to make sure they understand the value, right? So mm-hmm. if someone is considering leaving, it's our job to make sure they understand like what, what they're getting here at Next Step Realty and all the values that we offer.
2: And our problem, not problem, but we offer so much. So our we have splits that they give back to the company that cover a lot of those things. So it's really easy for certain brokerages to say, look. You keep 100% of your commission, you pay a desk fee, or you pay an admin fee. That's a really easy value proposition to communicate. Any agent can understand that. When they come here, it's really hard to show them apples to apples. Here's how you're going to be generating more income, creating a sustainable business for yourself in your future. Um, that is a little more intangible. And it's, sure. it's not as easy to explain as you keep 100% of your money. Well, what's amazing,
0: though, we track this, of course. Agents who come here ultimately make more money than more they income, did. More income, yeah at another brokerage, regardless of what their split is. And so that's kind of what we wanna showcase our agents that you actually can earn more money here.
1: Well, that would be very convincing. I would think very tempting, yes. Yes. And our (laughs)
2: charge rate is really low. Like the amount of people who leave here is really low. And we think that's because we're really good at communicating our expectations and what we want. We only hire top agents. We only hire really great people. So they know when they're coming here that we expect them to be here for a long time. And they're kind of signing on for that. And they're excited about that. They People come here because they want somewhere to be long-term. They're, this is not kind of like a springboard brokerage. It's I mean, even not.
0: agents who have like been like the four to five other brokerages probably aren't the best fit for us. Cause we really do want agents to come here and buy into the culture and be here for the long haul.
1: Yeah. So, I know you want top agents. Do you take on beginning agents and what do you look for when you're hiring? So, we can talk about me. Please.
0: Yeah. So, Kelly, I mean, Kelly's a great example of like a new agent, right? So, she had zero real estate experience. Ah, um, right. And this was probably four years ago, five years ago, but she had a super high, I think, ability to sell at a high level and work really hard. And those are things that we look for. They're kind of intangibles, but I think we've been doing this long enough to kind of realize who's going to be a good fit. Um, the agents who like show up every day, like work are the ones that we see always succeed.
2: So if we find somebody that's out in the world, they're a top level sales exec in a industry that translates pretty well, and they're looking to come here, we'll hire them all day long because we can teach real estate. Um, Ironically, those estate. are the
0: ones who are like really good at our CRM and like actually use it because they're used to from, like a corporate background, which are almost more required to use those systems. And so a lot of realtors, who I think were licensed beforehand, just unfortunately aren't as willing to tap into that, but people who have like past experience in like a corporate setting are more likely to like use our systems, which is actually really helpful for us.
2: Yeah, and I would say like in the past, we weren't very clear on who we wanted to be here. We Mm -hmm. knew we wanted good agents, we knew we wanted good people, but now we're really able to articulate Hey, if you're a brand new agent and you have no work or life experience, you're right out of college, we're not the place for you. You need to go somewhere, you need to get your feet wet. You can call us in a couple of years. And just being clear on who you're saying no to has helped us say yes to a lot of really stellar talent that fits really well with us. There's there's other places that work for things that are outside of our scope. So us getting really clear on who's the best fit here is what goes into that culture and into that retention. And it's worked really well for us. And we also
0: track the number of new agents who come on board because we don't want an influx of a massive amount of new agents because in order to have them become successful, I think we need to be available and their mentors need to be available and they need all these resources. And so if you have too many have new a agents- issue We issue. wanna make sure like they're all gonna be like treated with, like the correct way.
1: Yeah, how many are on your team?
2: So at the brokerage, we have 130 agents Ooh, good across mm-hmm. three offices. Our team, the W Home Group, is one of the teams within the brokerage, and we have 25 agents.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And we we probably won't grow more than that. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll never say no to an awesome agent, but that's kind of our sweet spot around 20 to 25. It's, it feels small enough where everybody knows each other and helps each other.
1: Right. So how many houses, and I'm sure it varies, but do you have listed at a time, would you say, is the average? Probably
0: 75. 75 to
1: 125,
0: I'd Mm -hmm. say. It's kind of funny. We're seeing more now because homes are sitting on the market a little longer than they were maybe uh, three months ago. Mm
1: -hmm. It's
2: rare that we'll have less than 75.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I think you both are very insightful to take people's past Experience into account, even if it's not in real estate. Just a short story on my side. I remember applying for this job, which I did eventually end up getting. But I remember I was so excited. I said, "Well, I've done this and I've done this and this, and don't you see how that would help me with this job?" And I remember he said, "No." <laughs> you know? That's awesome. So it's kind of like people that can't see in a fixer-upper what a house could become. Yeah, sure. You can't see wow. if you haven't done exactly that thing how how it would work. So that's very insightful. Now, it sounds like you probably do relationship marketing as well as other types, especially with Kelly's background in marketing and uh, advertising. But how do you get your leads? What are the most successful ways, if you could speak to that a little bit?
2: So I would say before I got here, James had built his entire network off of Zillow leads, really. Oh, um, and that was back when Zillow was a lot different. You could buy leads and close them really quickly. Zillow has changed a lot. It's kind of a necessary evil. Most realtors don't love Zillow. Uh, you know, they're their own brokerage now. They're our competition, but you're spending money on them. Mm-hmm. So it's double-edged it sword, and we still do dabble with Zillow, but our whole goal has been to get off Zillow leads, and we, we chip away at that every year. So we, we do top- funnel marketing. We have TV commercials. We have billboards. We have direct mail. We have radio. um, We have digital display. And then we have everything lower funnel. Like we have a really robust website that captures leads. We have, um, you know, digital marketing that goes out. We have past client marketing that goes out. And really like for our agents, for ourselves, we really focus on our sphere. So everybody's in that sphere. And for me,
0: Zillow was a way to get a, a larger sphere faster. I think there's a massive value in adding people to your sphere in terms of like past clients and buyers and sellers. And so when I first started uh, the company, Zillow, was a really easy way for me to get a lot of past clients in that kind of pool of people. And now we do an exceptional job of like marketing towards that sphere. And so I think as your sphere grows, it becomes like easier and easier to sell more real estate. Mm -hmm.
1: Are you both from this area originally or did you transplant here? Um, both are yeah. yeah. like yeah. Not Baltimore, but, not Baltimore per se, Baltimore but yeah both like an hour away yeah so that probably helps a lot that you know the area so very well.
0: Yeah but like yeah. I, I mean I went to school uh, in Baltimore but when I graduated college I didn't have like a network of like family or friends here so I had to build it by really Zillow because again I was so young when I first started that it was a way for me to instantly get clients and I just have grown that pool of buyers and sellers over the last 19-20 years.
2: It's funny like some I'll meet like one of his friends I'm like where'd you meet them he's like I sold him a house years ago and I'm like you met that person on Zillow and now they're your best friend. Oh <laughs> it's pretty I mean, cool. In the
0: process you become like friends <laughs> with a lot of your clients sure. in like, you so much time. Yeah. Uh, the relationship part matters a lot so yeah.
1: Well, I want to make sure that we share your contact information, your website, so that people can go there and learn more about your brokerage and both of you. That's great. Who wants so it's to share.
2: <laughs> you can find us on the Whomegroup.com. Um, also Instagram is a great place. We're at the Whomegroup, at James Wiseger or at Kelly Shewitt. And we, we post a lot about what we're doing, kind of behind the scenes, a lot of before and after. So it's fun to follow along if you like watching any of those like fixer upper shows you kind of get a real life taste for I that. Do.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of our listeners will as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of your marketing, isn't it?
2: Yeah. It really is. Social media is huge for us.
1: Mm-hmm. People get involved and love mm-hmm. the story of watching things progress. Right. So Yeah. yeah. Well, Kelly and James, thank you so very, very much for being on Icons of Real Estate. You two are definitely icons and I appreciate you taking your time to be on the show today. Thanks for having us. Thank you.